Hi, this is Arthur Karmazi, best-selling author and currently ranked as one of the world's top 10 thought leaders in organizational culture and leadership. And welcome to Where's Your Brain? Okay, today we are going to be talking about the four genetic learning styles. Now, of course, this is part four of the four-part series. Okay, we've talked about the green brain chaotic process. We've talked about the purple brain relational process. And we've talked about the red brain linear process. Today, we're going to be talking about the blue brain process. Now, just a little bit of a recap. Okay, learning, or at least long-term memory, happens in the hippocampus, which, of course, in order to learn something, it must be in long-term memory. Now, of course, we also know that uh, emotions heighten learning and, of course, retention of memories. So think about how you feel when you are learning. And today we're going to be talking about a little bit more about the different elements of how the different colors learn. Now, we also looked at last time and for the past three times, we've looked at three primary elements that deal with how the brain kind of takes all this stuff. So first of all, is it abstract or not abstract? Or I should say the level of abstractness. The other one is speed and another one is connectivity. So how much of the information that you are getting in is already connected instantly or do you actually have to do something actively to connect it? The other one of course is the level of abstract, well, is it like kind of, you know, nothing really detailed, concrete, something you can't literally put your hands on, or is it something that is very specific? And of course, um, speed is, well, speed, okay? How fast are your, you know, is your brain processing? And so let's go ahead with the blue brain, all right? So the blue brain is all about the connected self, right? Now, a blue brain, okay, as you know, you've probably seen in some of the other videos, a blue brain, everything is connected. Everything is connected. Now, the thing is that it is also connected on an internal abstract level. For example, okay, when you think of making a decision, you are, as a blue brain, internally reflecting on something. So what does that mean when you are learning? Well, of course, that means that any information is instantly connected to previous experiences. And here's the thing. It's connected to experiences from your subconscious that you are not necessarily aware of. So that means that you are making associations with knowledge that you do not know you have. Now, if you're saying, but Arthur, how is all this possible? How can you know stuff that you don't know? Well, of course, consider this. Okay, your subconscious mind is constantly picking up all sorts of really cool stuff around you all the time. Unfortunately, or actually fortunately, because if you did notice everything, you would go into a information overload and probably your head would explode. Okay, not a lot, and, and if nothing else, at least you'd probably end up in the insane asylum because you just have too many voices, right? So here's the thing, okay? When you are 
running around doing whatever it is you're doing. Okay, you're uh, running around. Uh, you're at the restaurant, and you know you're talking with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, uh, your husband, your wife, your family. Okay, and suddenly, without you even realizing it, the people in the booth behind you are talking about something that you don't even realize that you're listening to, but your subconscious is picking it up. Okay? Or maybe someone across from the person that you're talking to is actually doing something and you can see it, but it's not really in your conscious focus. So all of these things get stored in your subconscious. And the blue brains have a more acute sensitivity towards your subconscious knowledge. That means basically they can pull out stuff from your subconscious more easily. So therefore, because a blue brain is connecting everything already, okay, it needs to essentially be super fast. Okay? In this particular case, everything is connected, but it's not connecting it through specific things that are out there. It needs to go through all of these subconscious memories. Okay? And there's a lot. Okay? I mean, there's literally, depending on how old you are, you've got years and years and years of subconscious memories um, that you don't even realize you have. So in order for this to work, your brain has to be going a little bit faster than normal. And this is where blue brains also get the additional ability of multitasking. So how does this help a blue brain to learn? Well, when you are getting this information, it's all kind of connecting. It's all putting it together. You're connecting it not only to the things you don't remember, but also to the things that you do remember. So for example, you're, let's say you're studying for a test. And now you're suddenly connecting this to a test that you took two years ago that had something similar on it. And you didn't really remember it, but now you remember it. Okay? And maybe you're also connecting it to something the teacher said that you vaguely kind of remember member, but now it becomes more clear. Okay? So all of these things facilitate learning. Okay? And of course, you need a blue brain will need that extra speed to literally go through all of these different memories and unconscious associations that we have. So how does this all compare? Well, okay, if you actually look at the red brain, the red brain is completely opposite. First of all, the red brain is a little bit slower in process, but it's much more structured. So there is facts, so there's not really too much abstract. In fact, the red brain is more or less exactly the opposite of a blue brain. Okay, that means that the learning process of a red brain is going to be, well, the opposite of a learning process for a blue brain. Now, if you are in a situation where both of you are in the same class or you're trying to learn a new skill, okay, and one of you might be trying to teach the other one, well, there could be some issues in how you connect that information and actually use it in your long-term memory. Why? Well, because it's the opposite way of learning. Okay, and of course, how does it compare to the purple brain? Well, the purple brain also connects everything. So there's a good thing. There's some similarities. Of course, purple brain is also 
ab non-abstract, okay? So there is no abstract there, and the purple brain essentially um, is uh, also a little bit slower than the uh, faster blue brain because the purple brain needs to be able to see all of the details, all of the details that are real, not kind of somewhere in your mind, all right? And of course, the green brain. The green brain is very abstract, okay? But nothing is connected for the green brain. And of course, it also has high speeds, but it's not necessarily connecting everything in the same way. So this also, of course, uh, creates some issues in how you connect when you are learning, okay? So remember that anytime we are learning, all of this is going to come into play, okay? So take care to understand the people who are teaching you. Take care to understand your students because, okay, each of the different colored brains, the red brain is exactly opposite to the blue brain, the green brain is exactly opposite to the purple brain, and of course, crossways, they just don't have the same clarity-getting process that saves things into long-term memory. So, if we are going to be creating a class, whether it is to teach people how to use computers or whether it is to teach people the incredible potential of psychological leadership, okay, doesn't matter, you're still going to be able to, or you're still going to need to cater to everybody's different learning processes. Now that may sound difficult, but it's not as difficult as it is because, for example, people who need concrete things, all of that concrete stuff, sometimes a lot of people try to put those on slides. Well, you know, slides, putting all these details and concrete structures and everything in slides is just not going to be useful. So this is where if you are an educator, okay, or someone that is coaching someone or you're a leader and you want to support people's advancement in a specific skill, okay, you want to make sure that they have, that people that need those concrete details and facts have the details and facts in a separate written format that they can look at when they need to or reference as they are learning. Now, for the abstract side, okay, this is where you come into getting people to actively do something. So the exercises that you use will help the abstract side, okay, and determine, okay, remember how you are connecting everything. So if you are connecting everything already for them, okay, it does not necessarily help people that are where everything is not already connected. So now you've got to be able to make sure that you ask questions and you have activities that help people to connect things. And then of course, there's those that already have everything connected. So you have a, you actually can show the relationships between this and the other thing and make comparisons. If you do these general things and of course structure it according to whatever it is that you are trying to develop in other people, it should give you an overall colored brain learning perspective where you are gonna be able to get everybody on the same page learning the 
stuff that they need to learn and maximizing their potential in long-term memory. So with that, if you want to learn more about Colored Brain, make sure you go to coloredbrain.com. And if you want to get the book on Colored Brain, okay, you can get it at a very, very special deal only for watching this show at coloredbrain.com slash book. And you can get it for $3.80, where it normally sells for $18.95. So this is Arthur Carmazzi wishing you great success.